from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Adam, well, I mean, first of all, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It, you do, does it feel in reverse or sitting on the other side no of the studio? I have no idea what's going on in this seat <laughs> at all. None. Um, what were you hoping to learn today, going over to see see the the the, the Canes open up the season? There was nothing to learn. Really? Um, this is as as stable a group as they have brought back in five years. There's like there's there's really been no significant outgoing. Mm. And in every year since they made the playoffs, there's been a significant departure. Uh, there's really been none of that. They brought in two players. I mean, it's just the first day of practice, but uh, Dmitry Orlov is built like a Coke machine. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Dennis Cox, who normally produces this show, sat in for you today, was at the practices earlier today. He described him as a fire hydrant. I mean, <laughs> it's just Every, hysterical. Everybody looks at this guy and immediately <laughs> says, I need to... I need to describe how his body type is. He's an armoire. <laughs> but but I um, but but I can't compare him to another no. human or another skater because no. there just isn't one. They're, they're, humans don't look like that. Uh, Seth Jarvis has very long hair. Okay. Yes. Uh, he it I, he had a goatee not that long ago, <laughs> and it, then got rid of up. it. Got rid of it. Um, when I saw him with the goatee, I'm like, is that Seth Jarvis or Dave Grohl? Like it was it was to that point. Um, it's not quite that long the hair, but uh, I think there's their guys are in just a great headspace mm. going into this season. Um, there's a bunch of guys that need to uh, kind of make amends for either difficult years in mm. Tabo Teravainen mm. or a guy like Martin Natchez who's trying to put the last quarter of the season and the playoffs, you know, in behind him. Mirror, yep. But um, they're good. <laughs> They are good. Uh, Adam Gold joining us in studio. He, he was out at the opening practice uh, for the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, there are a few questions that I think they are kind of like just of the, the check. You got to check the box variety. Yeah. Uh, Svetch, skating, looking good. How do you look? Um, He's fine. Okay. I don't know if we're going to see him play the first couple of preseason. No, we're not going to see him <laughs> play the first couple of preseason games. We may see him play one of the last two. Uh, the second week, either at home or on the road against Nashville. My guess is if he's going to play one of them, it'll be the home game. Um, and they're hopeful, and he is hopeful. Actually, <clears throat> I sat down with him for a few minutes today. Mm-hmm. Um, if it were up to him, he's good to go. But as I spoke to Rod Brindamore about, and actually he's not the only one who said this, I, I, Jordan Martinuk talked about it with me, that you have to protect Svechnikov from Svechnikov because he doesn't care. He's a, he's a little competitive, right? There's just not, a, just not a little even, bit. He's, he, what did uh, Martinuk called him? Uh, he called him a Russian machine. <laughs> so, I mean, he's he's ready to go, but I can see them taking it very slowly with him because they understand just how important he is. They were a different team the last quarter of the season with no Svech. Uh, obviously, it mattered mm-hmm. in the playoffs, um, but... Yeah, they're kind of. I think they're going to be very, very cautious with him. What was his participation today? He's no, he's got no. He's got so he's no, out there skating. Oh yeah, he's, okay. Yeah, the difference in the mix. The difference with Svetch is, um, I think once, I mean, I'm still in NFL mode where I'm like, was he limited? What were like? What was it? No, a, was it a partial? <laughs> what was he estimated DNP on the walkthrough? Like well, the, I'm, I'm just looking for that kind of stuff. The what 
the difference will be when somebody starts hitting him. So he said when, and he actually said this to me, it's like when you control everything, it's easy. Mm-hmm. He said, and I asked him, how was the- I'm going to re- go around this cone. Right. That's where I'm going to cut. That's right. where was I'm- Was the yeah, rehab yeah, yeah. hard? And he goes, no, there's nothing hard about it. I work out. Uh, <laughs> he's, 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 so he's a good. Russian machine. <laughs> he's so cool. But, you know, then when you start adding in the uncertainty of, all right, this guy's coming at me here, uh, everything's not choreographed, that it'll be different then. But, um, so I expect him to be in the opener. I really do. Adam Gold joining us in studio here, talking a little Canes. Check out his Canes Corner podcast. Check out the Adam Gold Show, which airs immediately before this one every day here on 99.9 The Fan. Um, the the offseason dealt with a lot of rumors involving maybe Pesci, Burns. Yeah. Was there there any of that hanging over things? Was there any body language hinting at any? Uh, no. No. Okay. No, no issues like that. Um, just to tease a couple of things. We're going to start rolling out a bunch of the stuff, a bunch of the people I talk to. We're going to start rolling out a lot of those in Kane's Corner podcasts, and some will air on the show too. Um, and I spoke with Brett today, mm-hmm. and part of the reason I wanted to go down there was to be able to sit down with Brett. So Brett's had an interesting summer because Brett got married this summer, and there were a bunch of teammates at the wedding. And I said, but at the same time, I mean, I, I wanted I wanted him to talk about the. The business the side, good, yeah. But I also wanted it like, all right, but you juxtapose the euphoria of getting married uh, and all of that, and now you put the business side of hockey in the way, and it was a tough tough summer for him. So as I, as I point out to a lot of people, I've talked about it on the show, Jordan Stahl was here before everybody, mm-hmm. right? But Stahl came down to play with his brother and all that, and I had a good, a good long conversation with Jordan today too. Um, but another guy who this offseason there was a lot of business. The new new four year yeah, deal. Yeah, but it was that was it business was, it, that was <laughs> always getting done. Um, Jordan's not go, it was never going anywhere. The it's good to hear. But the the Pesci thing, he was the first of this crew of the of the core of the of the Slavins of the Ajos of the Terravanans. He was the first one here, and it would it would it would be cruel. For them to not to see it through, right? For yeah. for them to go and win a cup, which they can do, if Pesci wasn't here, I would feel it. W- it would make me physically ill if he wasn't here to be a part of it. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I I think if the right deal came along, I think the team would make it. To be honest, but I hope the right deal doesn't come along because I think he helps you win. And and it's it's interesting you bring up right the the he got married and it's this but then the business side's hanging over it. We talked with with Jalen Chatfield had him uh-huh. in here not long ago. He became a dad for the first time and then right we're we're talking about that and then you just kind of have to go oh by the way you can do math I can do math. There's this many guys on the defenders out there and there's only this many uh, minutes of ice time to get to. Was was were there any interesting maybe guys skating together? Did they get that far today no, and, and pair or anything like that? We don't have to worry about this. Slavin and Burns are going to play together. Mm-hmm. Shea and Pesci are going to play together. Orloff will play with either D'Angelo or Chatfield. Any hints on, on the or? No. No, okay. No, none, because honestly. It's day one. It It, it is day <laughs> one. Even when we get to games, you won't see it. If, if it were... If I was asked today to say who's going to be there given health on opening night, I think Tony D'Angelo will be sitting upstairs with us on mm-hmm. opening night. And that's not a slight to Tony D'Angelo. I love Tony. I think Tony adds a ton of value to this team. Um, 
but I think Jalen Chatfield will be the first choice, right, third pair, right defenseman. Uh, Orloff is going to – we know the five guys who are going to be in. I mean, <laughs> you didn't pay Dmitry Orloff $7.5 or $7.75 million a year to not play. He's going to be in. You don't want a tree trunk that that size to be right. growing roots. You exactly. want him out there on the ice. Yeah, <laughs> everybody needs Literally, to get a coke, yeah. you know, coke out of the machine. Uh, Pesci and Shea together are as good a shutdown pair as there is in the league. Slavin and Burns are a top five defensive mm. pairing uh, in the NHL. So, you know the top five are going to be there. Um, and it's really between D'Angelo and Chatfield. It'll probably depend on who plays better in the preseason. But I don't think either guy is going to play a ton in the preseason. So, it's really hard to figure – I'm just going to say Chatfield will be there opening night, given health. Um, but to a man, I talked to Brett, and I talked to Tony, um, and I talked to Rod about this today. You walk into the locker room, and you look at their def- the side where the defense is on, and you go, he's a top-four defenseman. He's a d- They've got seven guys who are legit NHL top-four defensemen. There is no team in the NHL that has that. It is a luxury. It's like in baseball. Mm-hmm. You can never have too much pitching. Yep. Uh, you can never have too many Pitchers, quality defenders. Edge rushers. Yep. Uh, shooter, three-point shooters. No, you can't. Like, like there's, you're exactly right. So uh, they're in a good spot. There'll be competition. If somebody has a little nick, you can just sit him, mm. and you're not going to – you won't have any drop-off. Jacob Slavin missed – was it seven games last year? He played yeah, he played seventy eight plus fifteen in the playoffs. Well, but but Slavin missed about six or seven mm. games in the regular season. They put Jalen Chatfield on his offside playing with Brent Burns at the top pair. They won every one of those games <laughs> and Chatfield looked great. So, so maybe no we're drop over, off. Yeah, maybe we've been at least there's I've no been off. I've been overthinking it and it's just yeah. No, no, it's not the a, more it, good it, guys you have, the better. And then we're I, good there. The 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 trick will be the guy who sits out. How does he handle mm. it? That's the trick. We're talking with Adam Gold. Check out his Kane's Corner podcast. Just tease some of the, the awesome interviews you'll be able to hear there, as well as the Adam Gold Show, which airs from noon to three here on 99.9 The Fan and all over North Carolina. Uh, did it? This, this will be the last one I, I, I ask because, um, again, we had Chatfield on, on the show, and I think there's like a – like. This is a different offseason for him because prior to last year, I think the most games he played in the season was 16, and yeah. then he played 78 and 15. Like, he matched his career total games or career high games in just the playoffs, essentially. Um, the Canes have been a, a trendy pick kind of preseason the last few years. They're they're the betting favorite yeah. to win the Stanley Cup this I year. I asked all the guys about that. and and Okay, then perfect, because I want that temperature. How do you deal with that when they don't care? They've been on the rise, and now they're – they're kind of top, but it's it's they're the hunted rather mm-hmm. than the hunter. Um, like to a man, it's it's almost the same answer. I don't I don't think they were coached in this. I just think that it's a sign of respect. It doesn't make a difference if you're the favorite or if you're among the favorites. Yeah. There's obviously a lot of expectations, but there's been expectations on the team, and I, everybody said the same thing to me. It's like we expect to win. So if other people think we're going to win too, that just that's no different than us expecting to win. Um, it's. I think it's. It's really cool that the betting markets feel like Carolina is, if not the best team, one of the you know handful of teams that have a great chance to win the cup. It. It's all going to come down to um, what does Andre look like this year? How does he perform in terms of scoring? Does Ta- do we get the real Tavo Teravon and does Martin Natchez put you know eighty two games as opposed to sixty five games together? If they get that, and by the way. We talked about what Dmitry Orloff looks mm. like. 
I don't know. Maybe it was just the lighting. Maybe he was sitting down. <laughs> Caught him by the good side. Sebastian Ajo is yoked. Little, little protein in the offseason? Holy Pro- cow. Den- Dennis Cox, who saw him today, is giving you a big, big head nod in the affirmative. I'm like, dude, what you been doing? <laughs> So he enjoyed his uh, he enjoyed his off season in Finland, but that is exactly it. Like, how'd you get this muscle? And you're pointing to like, oh my, I don't have I don't have that muscle. How is yours that that? And it, it toned. That's, that's why uh, he'll be more difficult to knock off the puck. Watch, watch. He's look. I've an unbelievable amounts of respect for that guy. I, I lied. I have one more question in, in my notes. Uh, Michael Bunting did he did he, did he stand out at all? Because we we just talked about the new no, guys. Orlov, no, you, had, you had big big. Nobody opinions. stands out. Yeah. Nobody stands out. It's just there. There's thousands of players on the ice. By mm-hmm. the way, it feels like there's a lot more on the ice uh, than normal. Um, but my my curiosity will be: Does he play with Aho and whoever the right wing is on that side? And just real quick about. The, we talked about the defenseman. Somebody's going to sit out. Well, Carolina's got, we know three lines, mm-hmm. right? Stahl's going to center one. Kokanami's going to center the other. Ajo's going to center the other. So they've got seven wingers, though, for six spots. I'm pretty sure that we're going to see Martinook and Foss together. Okay, Svechnikov and Natchez around Kokanami. They were a thing for a good part of the season. Ajo and Bunting and Jarvis. Wait, where's Tavo go? So somebody, one of their wingers, Jarvis or, I mean, maybe Natchez or mm-hmm. Tara Minen, they're going to be on a line with Stefan Nason and a young center. And my guess is— And there's is, probably some fierce competition to not be that guy. And it's not that you don't want to be that guy. It's that you want to play with Ajo. <laughs> and Tara, it's right, it's and not for, that you don't want to be that guy. It's that right. you want to be the other guy. Tavo Tara Minen, I don't mind saying needs to play with Sebastian Ajo, but— Ajo and Teravine together is peanut butter and jelly. So, All right. Adam, we appreciate it. You got it. I'm here. Once again, Adam Gold. You can check him out on the Adam Gold Show, the Canes Corner podcast. And he was nice enough to uh, to stop in on our show and and give us the uh, the reaction to the first day of Carolina uh, Hurricanes practice. And, and there's much more of that. I mean, we're just getting started. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We are just getting started. Actually, he's not leaving, so I'm just going to keep asking questions. Pull, turn the microphone back on. I, I didn't have to do anything. I, <laughs> I, I, I'll do whatever you want. You talked. Okay. You talked with Rod. I did. I spent much longer, than I think, than he wanted. But oh, yeah. well, hey. Well, then we're we're gonna we're gonna pick into that a little bit sure. here. Uh, Rod. I mean, this is the guy that that built this current iteration of the Canes. When he showed up, things started mm-hmm. to go up. Does 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 it feel like he's reaching the finish line? Does it feel like this is what he envisioned when he took over five, six years ago, whatever it was? I don't think he envisioned anything. I don't think he had a... a like, there was this no, is, like, blueprint no. or, like, a like a North Star he was chasing? No, it's interesting. Um, I talked to him a lot about the... And I, there's, all, there's a few things that I actually can't say about what we talked mm-hmm. about. Um, isn't that nice and uh, secretive? Uh, but... I did ask him about this because I joked the Jordan Stahl contract. Mm-hmm. Um, among all the players who are 
up at the end of this year. Teravine. There, there's a lot of Vegas, business right? coming up. Yep. So is Rod. Interesting. Chatfield. So, I mean, you you can go Chatfield on and on. Too, yeah. Right? There, there's a lot of uh, moving so pieces. I asked. I said. I just joke with Rod. I said, you know, when Jordan Stahl signed his contract, and I said four years. I'm like, huh. That kind of feels like the Rod Brindamore contract to me, as long as Jordan Stahl is on the team. They can skate out, skate off together, and, and or I, have that option. I th- I think one of the best parts for Rod about being the head coach is that knowing that he's got Jordan Stahl. I there, as as a as a as a player or as like the thermometer in the locker room as a player. Okay, Rod Brindamore. You know the whole thing. Find somebody that looks at you or thinks about you. The right, the and way, then, and it's like the way I look at mac and cheese, exactly. and it's a picture of you with a, the a way Rod, dumb smile, looking at a gooey bowl of mac and cheese. The way Rod thinks about Jordan Stahl as a player. Hmm. I mean, that's why I think the four years. That's. I don't think that's what Rod has left because Rod could go for ten years. Keep I mean, himself in good shape. Last I checked, yes, um, but. It's it's he's Jordan is the, not only the perfect captain. He doesn't have to be the captain going forward. I actually expect, and we talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I expect maybe even next year that Sebastian Ajo will become the captain. Um, in a perfect world, being you pass the cup and then you pass the yeah, title. Give him yeah. the C. Yep. Like what is this in the cup? And Ajo <laughs> pulls out. Oh, look at the letter C yeah. uh, for cup. Um, but <laughs> the, yeah, Jordan is the perfect player for Rod. He's selfless. He does whatever is being asked. He's defense first. He's incredibly responsible, and he's accountable. All of the all of the things that Rod looks for in a captain and a leader, Jordan Stahl epitomizes. And by the way, so does Aho. And it's one of the things that makes Aho such a natural captain is because he holds himself to a standard. That no, nobody has to tell Sebastian, well, that wasn't good <laughs> enough. Seriously, Rod does, yeah. Rod never has to tell Ajo that, you know, that wasn't good enough. Which, it's, yeah, Ajo does which, it which makes own. sense. Uh, did, do you get the feel? I mean, I don't think anyone racking my brain here would be interested in not having Rod back. Do you did like the business side of it? Oh, is, gosh, is that is, no. is yeah, and so I. Like I, I didn't even know his contract was coming yeah. up, but I, I think that I may have read it and just went, "Oh, they'll get it done and moved on." Well, they, they, they here's the thing: they will get it done um, until the last contract. This is the second three three year deal. He was the lowest paid head coach in the NHL for the first three mm-hmm. years. He's among the lowest paid head coaches in the NHL. I would expect that to so, change. Yeah, maybe not. That's the thing. Okay. The. the <laughs> is that is that like put the money on the ice or or is it That's exactly what okay. that is. That's exactly what that is. Uh the last negotiation was some about bumping Rod up, mm-hmm. but it was also about a lot of the behind the scenes people that also the hurricane that Rod wants to keep like strength and conditioning, nutrition, all of the things. The, the assistant and staff coaching pool is, is a that. new part of head coach negotiations Yes, it's all, in the last five years. All of those things Rod feels like is more important. He, not that he doesn't want more, mm-hmm. but he understands what the pull of this is for some of the other players. And it's all those other things that we don't necessarily see. Um, they're as good in, as anyone in the NHL at – the the keeping guys healthy, 
keeping guys, uh, you know, in terms of nutrition mm-hmm. and all the other things that they do. Um, and so Rod has fought more for that than he has for him. Like, if Rod listens to me, then... <laughs> Which I'm sure he does. No, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, he, he laughs when I, when I bring it up. Like, when I say that, you know, you should be, if not the highest paid coach in the league, but... That's why I said I assume it would change unless, unless Rod is doing what you're doing and... No, it won't. Yeah. I mean, it'll change a little bit. I mean, if, if he got to the middle, I think it would be amazing. Hmm. But, you know, Rod uh, Rod played a long time in the league. He made a lot of money, so um, he doesn't need doesn't how, need the how job. Ni- how nice it must, right. must he feel. He doesn't need the job, uh, but um, he still – you, you, under, you understand this because you know uh, people who have played professionally. Mm-hmm. Your, your salary isn't just about you. Mm-hmm. It's also about the group. Yep. So – and and it well it's it's funny you bring that up right because uh, I was having this conversation the other day about Mahomes he was given so much credit for being the 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 quarterback that took the team friendly deal and right. every and then he turned around and now he's going to be amongst the highest paid and he and he restructured so uh, you know if I, I firmly believe if Rod wanted to he could hold feet to the fire and go get a, a ton of cash but if if he wants to use whatever leverage he has to get. Uh, the people that make his job easier taken care of, I think that's extremely honorable and might be a part of the secret sauce in, in Carolina in that well, everybody's kind of rowing in the same direction for everybody. It is actually part of what the the organization, and I'm not, I'm not talking about uh, Tom Dundon, Dom Waddell. I'm talking mm. about the, the structure of the team itself is that there is – it really is a group – that is kind of all pulling in the same direction. Mm-hmm. They've they have been that way for this is now year six of Rod. They have been that way since day one. And and this will be now. This will be the last question. Whatever. Uh, every year under this kind of like you said, the last six years is they've gone a little bit further or they've gotten as far with a different momentum and they, mm-hmm. they've they there. It's been a slow and steady rise. There's only really one place to go from yeah. from here. Is it Stanley Cup final or bust? Well, I mean, I don't know what or bust means, but or or like, you start thinking like, all right, we've given you seven years, like let's change up some some of the key structures. I don't think there'll be any. Okay, no, I I don't think it's that. Um, look, they if they don't win a Stanley Cup, they'll be disappointed that they didn't win a <laughs> Stanley. No, the, but they were this past year. Well, they, yeah, they were disappointed because of the you know getting to where they got and it didn't uh, ultimately didn't work you know, you're out. You in the division pretty um, consistently but, and those sorts of things. Look, I actually said this to uh, I think I said it to Jordan uh, Jordan Stahl when they div- when they invented the Metropolitan Division and well the Hurricanes were in the division with Pittsburgh and Washington and Philadelphia mm. and New York. I'm, I'm like, how are they ever going to win this division? <laughs> So that's what everybody thought. Oh of. yeah, and, and you look at them like they have no truth chance. serum. Some of them might even say it. No, no, I did too. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how are you get gonna... two years in a row? Mm-hmm. The year before they won the pandemic central with Tampa and Florida in mm-hmm. it. Um, no, they're just they're they're really good. They're built to last. They've got tons of youth, uh, and they'll continue to get better. I I think they're going to be. Uh, you never know how the regular season is going to play out, and last year doesn't mean anything for this year. But their style, the way they play, is is given it it pr- it kind of pre- promotes a really good game in game out performance. They're going to be among the best teams in the league again, 
and then we'll see what happens in the playoffs. Can their power play, you know, get at least decent in the because <laughs> that's been the difference. Yep. It's not just their power play, but stopping other teams on the power play has been a problem for them in the postseason. As long as they don't get beat on special teams, I mean, they'll go far and they can win it. They're as good as anybody.